Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1. Justin Bieber, 613. Good morning. Shelly, you there? I don't know if you're there or not. I don't think you are. I think I lost her. Anyway, good morning to you. This is BS in the Morning. Uh, the web address for the radio station is bsinthemorning.show. Morning show uh, radio station. Hold on. Let me do this. Are you there now? I am. I'm okay. so sorry. It just. Okay, it's fine. No big deal. It just stopped. That's what she said. <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> <laughs> it is BS in the Morning. Uh, I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Uh, this is the world famous BS in the Morning radio show. It is. World famous in that, you know, we have been on the top ten list of the worst morning shows in the country for eh, a couple years now. Coming up in two years, right? That is not true. <laughs> it is true. We're not the worst. Uh, <laughs> close to it. Put it that way. Close to it. That's not yeah, true. We just have it. some tweaking to do. Tweaking, yeah. I think more than a little tweaking. But no. That's a whole other tweaking. Story. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've got an interesting show this morning. We have a guest, uh, one of the artists. I mean, there aren't too many times we can have one of the people that actually sings the songs on the radio station, be on the radio station, talk about it. Uh, Harlow's coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. That should be interesting. And uh, talk about all sorts of crazy weird stuff. I heard something this morning, and I, you know, once again, I don't want to make it sound like I'm Mr. 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 Political Bashing, but... Why are you starting? No, but here, let me just throw this out to you. Okay. President Biden's in Europe, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's got meetings and things like that. And one of the agenda items is that he is, that they say the White House is saying that he's going to try to get done in Europe is to no longer push America first. The idea, what? you know, that's what they're saying because that's what Trump said. Trump said America first. You know, in other words, you know, Trump said, hey, we're the greatest country. And we're everything his his motivation was everything he did, at least that's what he said, everything he did was to essentially make America great again. That was the whole deal, you know, MAGA. And also that America that he would look at everything he did and put America first. Not other countries first, but put America first. You remember when Obama uh, first took office, he went around the country, or went, went around the world, essentially saying, you know, hey, we're going to lead from behind. Remember that? Lead from behind. How do you do that? You know, that's kind of like, that's like saying, okay, you know, if if you went on like a tour, uh, and he had a tour guide, and the tour guide said, okay, I'm going to lead you from behind. So in other words, who's going to, you know, somebody has to be the point person. Somebody has to be in front, sort of leading everybody. You know, it's like if you watch uh, schools, and kids, like a group of school children who are like, you know, being, the, who's in front if they're, if they're locking, walking, like they're walking from their classroom down to the gym or something like that. The teacher's in front, right? She's leading because she's in front. She's showing everybody where to go and she's walking down the hall. And once again, how many times do you think about that? If you have, uh, if you go to church, uh, the preacher, priest, rabbi, whatever, um, is in front of the church. He's not in back of the church. He's leading from in front. He's not leading from behind. Anyway, that was the Obama thing. Anyway, that was one of the agenda. And part of the thing was that they're saying that we're giving 500 million doses of a coronavirus vaccine to these other countries, and that is dispelling the 
Trump era leading uh, the Trump era America first. In other words, we're not first anymore. Okay. Are they trying to diminish our, I guess, our location in, in the hierarchy of the world? You you make that decision. That's that's what I think. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. That's you know. In other words, it would sort of be like. I mean, that's almost like. Well, here I'll give you I'll give you a goofy <laughs> example. Okay, everything in the United States essentially is centered around New York. All the news organizations are in New York. Everything's New York, New York, New York, New York, New York. It would be like the mayor of New York, De Blasio, saying, "You know, we don't want to be the number one city anymore. Yeah, and we got the most population, but we don't want to be the city that everybody looks at. We want to be like Poughkeepsie, New York, that I'm not too sure. ma- not too many people know about. We don't run. We we don't want to be the the focus of attention. We don't want anybody to really look at us as being like the number one city." You know, you'd go like... New York is not like that. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, they're always going to say, hey, we're New York. We're the biggest. We're the best. They will. Right. Because of the fact that, you know, that's the way they are. Because they're New York. Right. (laughs) So anyway, that's the deal. So it sort of hit me sort of weird. Like, I don't know. I, you know, yeah, that that does sound I mean, like he's trying to diminish our stature in the country, in the world. What's wrong with being proud of the position you're in? You know what I mean? If you're, exactly. If, if you're if you were like, um, like you know, like when the Los Angeles Lakers were like the hot basketball team, or like the New York Yankee, Yankees won all the World Series. You know, like every every year they were in the World Series. What's wrong with saying, hey? We're the best team in baseball because we always end up in the World Series, and a lot of times we win the World Series. Or, or like some, you know, some like uh, somebody like Tiger Woods. You know, what would be wrong when Tiger Woods at the peak of his career saying, "I am the best golfer in the world"? I not like not like. Well, you know, there's a lot of golfers out there, and I'm one of them. No, dude, you're the best. You know, I mean, how, now he may not come out and say that because he, he wants to be somewhat modest, but still, everybody knows it. You know, for a long time, he was the best golfer in the world. For a long time, you know, uh, Magic Johnson was one of the best basketball players. LeBron James, you know, on the on the, the back end of his career right now, for years. Who was the best basketball player in the, con- in the country, in the world? LeBron James. Everybody knew that, you know. Who was the best city in the St. Louis area? It was Charlotte. Everybody knew that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it actually was a very good city. Uh sad they don't have a police department anymore so i can't get those tickets for doing 26 and a 20 <laughs> no but i'm sure their brethren will uh take up their slack saint anne saint anne does it now they use saint i'm anne. sorry they use saint anne police oh do they yeah they have a contract with saint anne yeah so you know well, that works i mean but look at like how many products come out and say we're the number one you know, we're the number one, you know, sink cleaner. We're the number one drain cleaner. We're the number one toilet bowl cleaner. We're the number one, you know, uh, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, what? I don't have a problem with that. If if you're the biggest and the best, you know, I mean, if you if you all day long just say, ah, you know, don't forget we're number one. We're number one. Number one. You know, that gets old after a while. But to the point where I don't think it's it's wrong to to you know tout the fact that you've worked hard and you've gotten to a position where you're the number one you're the you know you're the big dog you're it but what do i know you know the answer to that question is not much well i was going to say that but you answered for me <laughs> actually you're you're quite brilliant <laughs> no i don't know anything i don't know anything i really i tell you the older i get the more i realize just how little i know 
every single day. Every single There's day. There's only certain things that you know little about. Well, well no. The every, rest of them, you're, you're no, pretty on no, spot. No. Every single day, I learn. I, you know, I mean, I hear people, I hear experts talk about things. Like, for example, I heard a guy yesterday talk about the vaccine and give an example. I mean, he, I heard somebody explain the coronavirus back vaccine yesterday. To the point what, where, including the booster? No, 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 no. Just the idea of how it works, and it finally made sense to me. I'm going like, wow, I never thought well, about that. How does it work? The because R- I'd like it to make sense it's ex- to me. It's very, it's very complicated. It has to do with the RNA, and it has to do with the fact that that, and the reason <laughs> this was sort of interesting. The reason that it was this guy was explaining this is because now, once again, people will say, well, you know, the guy's bogus, but he says that because of the way viruses work that he's like 95% sure this virus was done by the Chinese in the Wuhan labs because yes. of the fact that there's markers within the virus and he talks about they name things they're like when they go through like he gave all these explanations normally you do this this would be a, a Y and this would be an X and he'd go through this whole thing and he talked about how naturally occurring viruses don't have certain parts of them named in other words they have you know in other words when they look at the virus they go like okay why is this here and they say because it was it was modified somebody modified it i still think that they knew about it before they said they knew about it oh of course well no i mean i i think that's you know they they've came out i'm talking about the world powers well i think probably the the uh, intelligence agencies knew probably the CIA knew you know and the and the and the KGB and MI6 and you know they probably know those things because that's one of the things that they're tasked with with watching out for is like you know if there would be like a viral war and i don't mean like is in the respect yeah, of like a viral I know what video you mean. it's tragic a, a war that somebody would weaponize like you know diseases and flu and things like that anyway supposedly that's what happened they were playing around with this, trying to figure out how could how could we wipe out the rest of the world and save our people? No, seriously. It's, I, I, I'm i not laughing because I think it's funny. I'm laughing because it's not funny, ha-ha. It's funny, peculiar. Who knows? Yeah, peculiar Missouri, where I live, where I was born. Funny, peculiar. And yeah. they had a standing ovation for you during your birthday last week. Right, right. Even though it wasn't my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Got to take a break at 624. Westplex 107.1. You know, in uh, in honor of you, I changed his name on the radio station here. To? It's N-E-L-L-E-Y. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I it's not N-E-L-L-Y. On the radio station, all, everything that's Nelly, it's N-E-L-L-E-Y. Because Shelly is S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, so Nelly is N-E-L-L-E-Y. So if, you know, and and that name, that name Shelley, yeah. it is. There's so many ways to spell it. That's why I never really use it as a domain name, because there's so many ways to spell it. I've used it before. I've seen it before spelled C H I O two. Wow, yeah. What? You say there's so many ways to spell it. I saw it spelled like that. You can be an E Y. You can be a Y. You can be an I E. You can be an E, you can be an I. Well, it's the same way with my name, Brad. You can spell it B-R-A-D, which is the way most people spell it. Or you can play spell it Q-U-I-T or D-U-M-B or S-T-U-P-I-D or A-S-S-H-O 
L E. You know, there are all, all sorts of different ways you can spell it. I don't even know about you. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> oh my goodness! No. <laughs> I tell you, sometimes, uh, sir. You know what? I <laughs> I could tell you something that happened to me yesterday, but I think I'd get in trouble talking about it. Talk about it. Sometimes the most interesting things happen to me when I'm out in public and I see people do unbelievably nasty things to other people. You know, I scratch my head and I think to myself, why do we have to be this way? And I mean, we collectively, all of us in the universe. I mean, why can't, you know, like, it's sort of like go back to uh, like Rodney King. Why can't, why can't we all just get along? Why, why do we have to be jerks? Why do we have to cut people off on the highway? Why do we have to, you know, get in front of people in lines at, you know, at, 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 you know, at checkout counters? Why do we have to, uh, you know, be nasty and, and say things to our neighbors or yell at people, you know, or flip people off. I don't, I don't understand that. I've never had that motivation in life to go around and, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, that guy did something wrong to me. I'm going to flip him off. You know, I don't, I don't quite understand that. I don't understand it either. I, you know, it's just that people suck. Well, they do. I mean, it's like the best of humanity and the worst of humanity. Here's Mr. Kennedy, or Senator Kennedy. Always be yourself, unless you suck. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of truth to that, Brad. (laughs) It must really suck to be that dumb. That guy is so funny. He's the senator from Louisiana. And if you've ever heard him talk, I'm thinking to myself, this guy needs to be president because... Every single day it would be like, did you hear what our president said today? I mean, it was sort of like that with Trump. Trump said weird stuff from time to time. Biden, you know, Biden says things you can't understand what he said. And like the thing, the thing with Kamala, like the deal with her trip to, did you, have you ever seen this, this, this cut from, from, um, interview with Lester Holt from NBC? I haven't. Oh my God. It's like, it's like hard to watch. He essentially, he, you know, he asks her for once in, you know, upon, upon a time, he asks her tough questions about how she hasn't never been to the border. And she goes like, well, I've been to, I've been to Europe either. <laughs> That'd be like saying, like, Brad, why don't you, you know, uh, comb your hair? And I would, it would be like me saying, well, I don't cut my grass either. Okay, well, that doesn't answer my question. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so in other words, you're telling me you don't do any kind of, routine maintenance and stuff like that you don't cut your grass you don't brush your hair you don't you know brush your teeth or whatever you know it just was like and she goes into that weird nervous laughter i mean you know when she's president which will be probably in about another six months uh when she's president if something bad happens and you know the the she's get up there she says yeah i i just want you to tell you that there was this horrible hurricane and <laughs> and it killed a lot of people <laughs> but 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 we're gonna send some i think we're gonna send some national guard people are we gonna send some na- yeah, yeah we're gonna send some national guard people. <laughs> but but it'll be fine does she really sound like that? She laughs all the time. She when when maybe it's a nervous laugh. It, you know, it, it is it's, a nervous. I'm sure but, it's quite a bit to sit there and stand up to the okay to the largest but, nation of free people. Okay, and, but here's my point: there are times when nervous laughter is not appropriate. Like when when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know, we have to operate. We have to operate on you today. And you go, well, what's wrong, doctor? Well, <laughs> you've got some serious illnesses. <laughs> You're going to go like, 
I don't know if this is the doctor I want, right? <laughs> you know, you want the guy to look at you, our guy, our gal, and look at you and say, well, let me, let me be straight with you. This is pretty serious, but you know what? We think if we go in today, we can fix this, and we think that you're going to live another 30 years. You don't want the doctor going like, well, They couldn't give you that kind of guarantee, though. Well, but no, but you know what I'm saying. You, don't want, you want reassurance. You want when, when, the, I do. when the stuff hits the fan, or as Shelly says, when the... Hold on, please. <laughs> when the... Come on, I'm using your line. You, I'm throwing you the line. You're supposed to use it. I know I was choking. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. When the... It's the whole breathing thing. <laughs> the defecation contacts the rotary oscillator. Right. What you want somebody in charge to be in charge. You know, I mean, like, think about when you were growing up as a kid. If something bad happened, you know, like, you want your parents to sort of, you know, say, hey, look, this is this happened, and we want you to know that, that we're going to protect you. And, you know, like, let's say somebody tried to break into your house. You know, and like you were at home and somebody tried to, you know, a burglar tried to break in. And your mom and dad would go like, oh, 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 oh that was a burglar. Yeah, he had a gun. Yeah, he might have come in and shot us. <laughs> no, you want your mom and dad to go, you know what? That that was a bad man. And he tried to break in. And who knows? He could have just come in and stolen stuff. But he could have come in and tried to harm us. But you know what? I would have protected you. That's what you want, Right. Yes, you want reassurance. Right. You don't want somebody laughing at you. <laughs> you know, and God. Okay, point taken. Well, you know. What I mean, else have we got going on? Well, I just, I don't know. It's just sort of crazy. And It is crazy. By, and, you know, by the way. What? I won't say that. Say it. I was going to say something, but I won't. Say it. I'm not going to say it. Well, then why did you bring it up? Uh, smartest woman in the world says, to each his own, some people speak differently. Mind your own business. M-Y-O-B. Okay. Well, I could... I-M-H-O. I, I would mind my own business, but unfortunately, every time I turn on the news, there's these people saying stupid stuff. You know... Exactly why I don't turn on the news, and I just sit there and watch Facebook. Now, yesterday, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get myself in trouble by talking about this. Yesterday... Okay. The some court of appeals or something like that said that Missouri's abortion law is illegal. Okay, I have to tell you, abortion is one of those things that I totally understand that it's very polarizing. There are people that are like absolutely positively against it, and there are people who are for it. And you know what? I get both sides, I really do. You know, the people who are against abortion say it's a human life, that a conception is a human life. And you shouldn't be, you know, taking those lives on the other side of the coin. Uh, a lot of the anti, uh, you know, the pro-abortion people say it's a woman's body. She can do with what she wants. I see both sides of the equation. And if you put, you know, 100 people in a room, 50 of them who are pro and 50 of them who are against abortion, nobody's ever going to win because nobody's going to convince anybody that their point's right. Okay? Correct. So yes, I why, agree. why is it that... When the Republicans get in charge, they put in all these anti-abortion laws. And when the Democrats get in charge, they throw out all the anti-abortion laws. And it's to the point where it's like, okay, can't we just leave that alone? Can't we just essentially say, you know what? We're just going to... And, and you know what the crazy thing about it is? I heard a guy the other day, and this was a, a anti-abortion guy. And he said, you know, the, the pro-abortion people say that it's a woman's body and she should be able to do with what she wants, Right. And yes. he said, then why do those same people tell us we need to go get a vaccine? I thought to myself, I like that point. 
you know, once again, why should somebody, if you are, if you're saying I'm for abortion because I think that no woman should be told to be do, should be, uh, you know, should be told what to do with her body by the same token, why would that person say you need to get a shot? Hey, it's my body. I'll do with what I want. If I don't want to get a vaccine shot, I won't get a vaccine shot. Get what I'm saying? It's one of those things where, I like, do. you can't. But be... you really don't know who's gotten a vaccine yeah, and who but, hasn't. But, but their point was, and I've heard people say this: you have to get a vaccine. You have to get a vaccine. You know, and, and that's fine. But how do you validate that? Because there are people that are saying, um, like St. Louis, didn't they say, or is it St. Well, Charles, or both, that you have to. Um, have a vaccine if you don't want to wear a mask look i understand but once again if you if you if you make a point that you're in control of your body and nobody should tell you what to do with your body then don't tell me what to do with my body you know what i'm saying if, yeah you know, yeah i mean once again if you're if you're the guy saying like it would be like shelly saying i think it's terrible when people speed as she drives by you at 90 miles an hour you know, you're going like. I don't drive 90 <laughs> miles an hour, Brad. My car wouldn't even oh, do that. Baloney. It's once again. You can pe- barely make it up to 65. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like Bill Clinton saying, I didn't have sex with that woman. When he did. I did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> Miss Lewinsky, right? You know, it's like, okay. Yes. You know, he. Miss Lewinsky, if you're nasty. He speak it with forked tongue, you know, <laughs> those kind of things. Okay, we got to take a break. It's 644. Break. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 649. Can I vent about something? you mind if I vent about something? I never do this. <laughs> vent away, sir. Why do things have to be much more complicated than they need to be? Because it's life. Well, here's my, here's my example, okay? I have a, not a new truck, but, you know, truck that was made within the last six years, Okay. And it has the key fob that you press a little button and the key pops out. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. Back in the day, before you have what they call the passive anti-theft systems, the PAT systems, you had a key that you could go to the hardware store and you need another copy. They can make you a copy for like a couple bucks. Okay. Then they went to the PATS system, which is the passive anti-theft system, which uh, you couldn't go to the hardware store anymore and get a key. You had to go to the dealership, and they had to copy the key electronically and physically cut the key. And it was a machine they did it on. Now, the vehicle I have now has this fancy schmancy key that's laser cut, and it has a little fob, and you press a button, and the key flips out like a switchblade kind of knife, kind of things like that. It's got, like, you know, unlock lock and stuff like that, okay? Right, right. My first key for this vehicle, which... After about a year, the key, the actual physical key, broke off from the key fob. And there's no way to fix it. There's a little part, and I tried to even buy the part. You have to replace the entire fob, okay? You have to get a new key cut, and you have to replace the entire fob, and you have to program it. Guess how much? So why don't you just go to ARC Locks? No, 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 no. Guess how much? 150 $375, okay? <whistles> so my second key which I've only been using for like a couple of years, once again, it's doing the same thing. And pretty soon I can see where the metal's starting to fatigue and it's just going to break off. And now the crazy thing about it is you can't buy the little part. You can't buy the little part to fix it. And if you go on eBay, what they tell you to do is they tell you to buy a whole new one and so you don't have to reprogram your 
your key fob and get a new key cut, buy a whole new one, take all the parts apart, you know, take the new one, take the, the, you know, the electronic guts out of your old one, put it in the new one, take the little part that breaks and, you know, put the laser cut key in that little part that flips out and there you're back in business again. And I'm going like, okay, why, you know, to the point where I'm going like, I don't really care if the key sticks out all the time. You know, the rest of my keys stick out. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't have a little thing that pops out, and I don't necessarily need them laser cut because, you know, the sad part of it is if somebody's going to steal my car, they're going to steal my car. You know what I mean? That's just, that's all there is to it. That's and, true. And once again, this is the example of the law of unintended consequences. The this law is, of unintended consequences. This is the reason behind carjacking. They've made cars so hard to steal that why would you want to try to, you know, you know, get a locksmith kit and, you know, lock picking kit and get some kind of an electronic device you plug into the c- car and you try to, you know, reprogram it. And, you know, I mean, you just, somebody at a stoplight, you just walk up to them, you shut a gu- shove a gun in their face, you say, get out of the car, I'll shoot you. And you got, you know, you got the car. You don't have to, you don't have to have any special training to do that. You just, you know, you can do it in 10 seconds. Hey, get out of your car, I'll shoot you in the head. You know, people get out and they take off and they've got your keys and the whole bit. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where, I, and, and to me, it's like, okay, I get, you know, that, oh, it's progress. But, you know, sometimes progress isn't good. It's like, it's like, for example, I got the new download, the new upgrade to my iOS and my iPhone, okay? And there's certain things I can't do anymore. It's okay. Like, why did they do that? Why did they disable certain functions? It's like, why did they go backwards? And here's the thing. Like, if someone says something weird to me on Facebook, I used to be able to go to, I have a, an album folder on my, on my phone that has all these goofy little videos I did of, you've seen them before, me like making faces at people and stuff like that. Rather than me sending like an emoji or a GIF or something like that, I send one of my personalized ones. It can't do that anymore. This, they disabled that. I can't go in. I can go in and I can take a picture and I can send that, but I can't pull my album up because it's been disabled on my phone. Why did they do that? Why did they take a feature and take it, turn it off? I don't know. And it's to the point where it's like, it's sort of be like saying, um, you know, one day you go on to Facebook and you can do this and the next day you go into Facebook. Oh, they don't allow you to, to like anything anymore. Why would you do that? You know, if, if it's a feature that everybody uses, why would you take the thumbs up thing away? You know, I don't, you know, I don't get it. You know, it's like, well, we're making progress. No, you're making, you're not making progress. We're going backwards. But the deal on the keys, okay? I have keys. I have cars that date back to the 90s, okay? I have some of the original, I've got my one truck that's got 398,000 miles. I've got the original key for that truck. And after 398,000 miles, it still goes in the ignition, it still turns, and it still starts the truck up, and the truck still drives. And the truck's, you know, the key's sort of worn, and part of the plastic is broken off, but yet it still works, and it's, you know, 24 years old, and it hasn't broken after two years and 80,000 miles. You know what I mean? And if I, and I can go to, like, matter of fact, it's funny you should mention, what's the name of the locksmith again? I forgot. ARC locksmith. The last time I needed Tony a key, Aguilera. I did lose one of the keys of that truck. So I went to him and he got me a new key. He programmed me a new key and cut me a new key for like 60 bucks. 
It's like, okay, yeah, he's good and he's fair. I, you know, I, you know, I can live with that, but I don't want to go to the dealership and spend four hundred dollars for a key fob that I know is going to break like in two years. It's like, it's like, I don't want it. Can't you just give me a regular key key? A regular key key? I couldn't use a regular key key on mine. I sound like an old guy, don't I? Yeah, because you got that stupid. See, and you've got the stupid. It's not stupid. It works just fine. Thank stupid. you very much. I hate those things. When I drove cars like that, she's, wah, 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 well, you wah. got the thing. And once again, let's say, let's say, you know, and, and perfect example. There's an example of people that leave their fobs in their car and then they steal the cars because the fobs in the car. You push the button and the car starts. You don't even need a key. It's like leaving the yeah, keys in the car. Yeah, but you can't close it. You can lock it, but it won't lock if the key is in the car. So, who cares? If you steal the car, who cares if it locks? Right? No. <laughs> you don't care. What I'm saying is it lets you know that your key is in the car. Who cares? Once again, if you Because ste- then you go back and you get the key out of the car, and then they can't break in it. Yeah, but if you leave the fob in the car, the, the guy who steals it knows that the key's in there, and he's going to reach around, find the glove compartment, you know, find it in the console. Oh, but now he's got your car, and he's got the stupid key fob. And if he wants to be a jerk, he's going he's gonna to joyride your car. He's going to take the key fob, and he's going to take it and throw it in a lake. And then you, your car was stolen, and uh, you can't get it, you know. And if you go to pick it up, you don't have the key because the fob's thrown in the lake, and it's going to cost you $800 to have the guy come out and program a new fob. Right? Hmm. Well, yeah, actually. <laughs> I'm telling you, once again, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's crazy stuff. Okay. Enough of that. 657. Westplex 107.1, the group that I can't quite figure out. Uh, it's Luna from one of the K-pop groups, uh, 12 women, and there's only one that sings. I still can't figure that out. I've asked people time and time again, Shelly, why are there 12 women in a group and there's only one that sings? Well, it's just kind of like the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> it's like the Beatles. There's three guys that sing and one guy that doesn't, right? I just don't understand. <laughs> yes. Okay. 706, good morning. It's BS in the Morning. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. Uh, the web address for our morning show is uh, BS in the Morning. Did I say that? No. The web address for the morning show is bsinthemorning.show. The station address is westplex1071.com. And you know what? I have a what? new a new address. If What's you want, that? If you want to go directly to listen to any of our podcasts... You know what? And you're going to be jealous when I give my new address for this. If you want to just go and listen to our podcasts, yes, BradBS.com. Oh my! <laughs> BradBS.com. I got it yesterday. That's about appropriate. <laughs> BradBS. I think it's going to be my new domain for my email. Brad at BradBS.com. Would that be good? Hey, what's your email? Brad at BradBS.com. BradBS.com. Well, can yeah. I go glob onto that too? <laughs> you, you, I bet you could get ShellyBS.com. Matter of fact, I'll see if that's available. Se- oh, okay. 707. Okay, I have a guest on the phone with me. Um, Harlow, you there? You hear me okay? I'm here, yeah. How are you? I'm doing fine. This is Harlow, um, H-A-R-L-O-W. What was it, about three weeks ago you sent me an email? I think so. That sounds about right. Okay. Harlow sent me an email to me personally. Uh, how did you get my email address, by the way? <laughs> I'm curious on that. Yeah, no, so um, I found, like, uh, KSLQ online and was listening, and, you know, I loved the, just the um, the rotation that you guys had and everything, so I reached out to you. Um, your email is on the website, so, yeah, I just reached out to you from that. You sent me an email. You told me you were a recording artist, and you wanted me to play your song. And I'm going like, mm-hmm. and I have to be honest with you, I don't get a lot of these kind of emails. I get them from time to time. 
And quite honestly, most of the songs are not very good. So you, at- and you know, seriously, you attached your song, and I listened to it, and I thought to myself, I really like this. So I went to your website, and I originally thought you were from, from Australia because you've got people on there raving about you in Australia. How is that possible? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, I think uh, there's a the blog write-up is from Music Talks, which, which is based in Australia, and um, that was just through, like, a wonderful connection from somebody that I know that was able to um, help me get exposure there, and uh, I'm super grateful for it because it's an incredible blog and um, music blog of artists, so I was just really excited to get featured by them. So I, I get in contact with you, and I talk with you on the phone, and I say, well, you're not Australian, and you tell me you live where? I'm in uh, Nebraska. You live in Nebraska. Now, nothing against Nebraska. I love Nebraska. I used to travel to Omaha all the time. I loved Omaha. Everybody makes fun of Omaha. I think Omaha is a beautiful city. There's a lot of things that remind me of St. Louis. But give me your background. Can I ask how old? You don't, you know, I mean, you're not supposed to ask a woman how old she is, but you sound like, I'd say, 23, 24, 25 kind of ish. Am I close? Yeah, yeah, I'm 25. 25. 25, okay. And what's your background? Have you always been into music? So I um, have my early background. I was actually a competitive gymnast for, I did gymnastics for like 12 years. Really? And then I, yeah, I, I um, that was like my first love. And then I sort of, I, but I always loved music. I always wanted to be a singer. And I think I sort of realized that I was sort of in the wrong sport when all, all of my friends would like, you know, fantasize about winning like Olympic gold medals. And I would be like, you know, fantasizing about being the next Hannah Montana. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm, like, not pursuing my actual dream. (laughs) So uh, my parents were really supportive, and I started doing um, vocal lessons and guitar lessons and stuff like that. And funny enough, I actually, the first time I ever went to, because you guys are, like, in the St. Louis area, that's correct, right? Yes, correct. Um, So my, my first ever, like, audition, I actually auditioned for American Idol when I was, like, 15 in St. Louis. And really? That was the first, yeah, like one of the first times I ever went to St. Louis. And probably the last, right? <laughs> you know, I've dri- no, I've driven through a couple. I used to, I used to live in Nashville with the pandemic and everything. I've just been home in Nebraska with my family. But um, when I would drive from Omaha to Nashville, I'd always go through St. Louis. So I've been um, a couple of times just driving through. It's very, very beautiful there. Now, um, but yeah, funny enough, I did my American Idol audition there. <laughs> now, do you you actually live in Omaha? I do, yep. Okay, and like I said, I love Omaha. Great airport, by yeah. the way. A great airport. Uh, so so you recorded this song. Is this the first song you recorded and tried to promote, or is, or is this like one of many? Um, so kind of one of many. I've, I have been at it um, for a while. Like as I said, I did, you know, Ameri- I auditioned for American Idol when I was 15. I, I've been kind of at it for just about 10 years now. And so this was, um, Haunted House is the song that I sent you. I think it was really like, the first shop song that I wrote for myself as an artist that just really felt like me. And um, we had a pretty overwhelming response to it just in general when we were showing it to people. And that's why, you know, I was like, I want to see if I can get this on the radio somehow. So now here's the interesting thing. And being in the radio business, and I've done this a long time, too long, matter of fact, some people say, uh, (laughs) but uh, people are saying, oh, you don't need radio anymore to get a, a song promoted. Is that true? I mean, why would if that's the case, why would you try to get this on the radio? Well, I feel like, I mean, 
one, I definitely have to acknowledge before, you know, the digital age, I, I obviously grew up listening to songs on the radio. So part of it is a dream as an artist to just hear your song on the radio regardless. Um, but I do feel like radio is still super, super important. I mean, you think about, um, you know, we're all in our cars and um, online and there's so many digital platforms. So I think it's just as important. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't, you know, leave it out just because we have, um, you know, Spotify and these other streaming services. Now, are you on a bunch of other radio stations, or how's this going for you? Because you're promoting this yourself. You don't have a rec- do you have a record label? Do you have all that kind of stuff? No, I'm independent, so I'm doing this all myself. I've had about I think the last time I checked, there was like ten stations across multiple different states that have um, given you know they've given me the time of day, and they've been so sweet and supportive and put my song on their station. Well, now, here's another weird thing. I'm going to ask you this, and, and maybe you can explain this to me. I was playing your song the other day. Um, I was listening to my own radio station, and I thought to myself, I wonder if that's on through Shazam. And I Shazammed it, and you're there. How do you get to your song on Shazam? How do you do that? Uh, so, actually, when, you're, um, when you like upload your song to these streaming platforms, there's different options on what you can... Um, include it on and so I, I believe I just selected the option to like be on Shazam really interesting which is actually, yeah it's really cool when you I had never done some of this back end stuff before but yeah there's when you upload it for because um, it has to be put in place on all of the online stores like beforehand um, and so when you do that you can actually select different options on where your song can be found we're talking with Harlow, H-A-R-L-O-W. Now, I'm going to ask you a nosy question. Okay, is that your real name? <laughs> it's a stage name. <laughs> okay, and, and and so you're going after, like, the Madonna thing. You just have one name. Just one name, correct. And do people go, like, are you, like, the movie star? Um, you know, not often. I don't know if I've gotten that one yet. Okay, well, you know, there's a famous... But see, I'm an old guy, so... <laughs> there's a, no, yeah, there's, like, there's a famous... Um, there's a famous one out there. I've, I've read about her. Right, right, right. Okay, so you said you were down in Nashville for a while. So you went down there to write songs to try to be discovered. Was that what you did? Yep, yep. So I moved there right out of high school, 18 years old. I went to Belmont University. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. It's a big music school, like Florida Georgia Line. Um, those guys met at the school. Um, Brad Paisley went there. So it's a big music school and I my parents really wanted me to go um to college so I did that for about a year and then um just sort of found myself really busy doing a lot of music and other activities so I was down there for about like four and a half years and then um and then COVID and everything sort of happened but yeah I was down there writing and pursuing the dream so okay like what's life for um a woman in Nashville young woman like you do you like do studio sessions? Do you do backup vocals? Do you, you know, sit around with artists and write songs? What's the life in Nashville like? <laughs> well, I guess it kind of depends what your what your vein in the industry is. It's you know, if you're a writer, if you're a songwriter, you can do um, you know multiple sessions throughout the week or multiple writing sessions throughout the day. Um, if you're there's people who just do background vocals. There's people who just do studio sessions for you know guitar or something like that so it's different for everyone but me personally um i did do a lot of writing sessions and the of course the open mic and different um 
songwriting rounds if I had the opportunity, and I also did um, acting for a while as well. So my schedule is kind of full of those activities. And now, don't take this the wrong way, but did you have to wait tables at night as well, too? Yes, I did. Absolutely. Really? <laughs> And so, yes. so that's that's the true Nashville story. That you go to Nashville, you do anything you can, but you try to, you know, write songs and 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 be part of the music industry. But you got to make bucks somewhere else, right? You do, you do. Um, there's, I had music gigs and stuff that paid. Like I definitely, um, I made money doing like doing these um, music and entertainment industry things. But yeah, like to make ends meet. I mean, pretty much. I mean, I guess unless you get a deal, it sort of depends for everyone. But pretty much everyone is doing is waiting tables. I mean, especially when you're, you know, like I said, I was 18 and stuff when I first moved there. So we're all <laughs> working at the local restaurant or something like that. So your parents didn't freak out that you're 18 years old and you tell them one day, I'm going to move into Nashville? They weren't like, oh, my God, you can't do that? Um, I think they saw it coming. So they were they were pretty supportive, honestly, which was nice. Interesting. I mean, and because, you know, like one of my sons... Um, when he wasn't, he wasn't 18, he was older than that, but one day he said to us, he's driving his motorcycle down to Pensacola, and he came back two weeks later and said he rented an apartment, and he's moving to Pensacola. And we're going like, who do you know in Pensacola? He says, I don't know anybody in Pensacola, but I'm moving to Pensacola. Okay, fine. You know, it's, it's sort of like, awesome. and now he's been there like five years, and he loves it. You know, anyway, so so you're playing this song, and here's the question I have for you. Are you making any money off of this song right now? And I don't mean to be nosy, but I'm sort of, you know, curious because um, a lot of the artists complain that they can't make money selling records anymore. Matter of fact, most of the major artists said that the way they make money is touring, concerts. Right, right. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think that's the thing about COVID that was really hard on, on artists was because, you know, I feel like our bread and butter is the live show and um, not only still performing, but there is, um, like, usually more money to be made in those like touring live performance areas but i mean you you do get paid for your streams and things like that but it's so it's really different for everyone so i guess i can't speak fully because it is it's going to be different for every level of artist so you are making money off this song yeah yeah to, like to a degree with with working it all the work that i'm putting into it yeah i know and and i i'm just curious because i know that that's been a controversy with a lot of recording artists that and especially in our industry because uh the writers and you wrote this song correct yeah i'm a writer I, and so that that's a big difference too like if you're a writer on the song and royalties and different things um but it's like you have multiple avenues in which it's coming through if that makes sense yeah, no, I I get you. Yeah, the the, yeah, the business yeah. the business is changing. It used to be that you know you buy an album, you buy. I mean, this is like dating me. Do you even know what a forty five is? Oh my gosh, I'm I don't. I don't <laughs> think I do. Is that bad? I, that, I I hate to say that I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, back in the day, you'd go to a music store and you could either buy the forty five, which was this small seven inch disc, which has a big hole in the middle. And it was what they called the A-side, which was the hit song. And then they had what they called the B-side, which was like the throwaway song. You could either buy the 45 or you could buy the album, you know, the actual, you know, the big 12-inch vinyl disc. And uh, okay. that was, you know, that was the, you know, that was the way singles were. And that's the way the music industry and the radio industry used to be, that they would tabulate single sales. Now nobody sells singles anymore. And I don't think anybody sells albums anymore. Some people sell vinyl. And, and most of the time, you can't even buy CDs anymore. It's all download. 
Right. Yeah, it is mostly download. And I know, yeah, it's it's really different. It's a different time. I know that that kind of changes the way that, that the artists are making money as well. But, um, yeah, these streaming services, you do get paid, but it's just different. It's definitely different. Okay, one last question. We're an independent radio station. Uh, we Our ownership, you know, a matter of fact, I'm the owner. These three stations, okay? Most of the stations in the country are owned by big corporations. iHeart, Cumulus, Odyssey. What's it like trying to get your song on some of those big corporate stations? Is it is it possible? Well, you know, it, it depends. Like, I get... Um you know, I, I reach out to stations where I, like, I genuinely like them and I feel like, uh, you know what I mean? I like hearing them or just at least feel like their song rotation would fit what I bring to the table. And so sometimes when I reach out, they're super nice and supportive. Um, sometimes they're, like, it's just sort of out of our control, depending on the station. Um, not everyone, like, if you guys are independent, you have a lot more uh, say in what what's getting played and not every single station has that. So it's a learning curve for me, but to be completely honest, I've I've had nothing but really um, respectful people get back to me and just be really kind, whether or not they can play my song. Well, so. I I will tell you because I like the way you approached me. You were very, you know, oh. you, you no seriously. I mean, you sent me a nice little email, and I go and once again, I get a lot of these, and quite honestly, most of them suck. And when I listen to your song, no, I'm I'm serious. I, when I listened to your song, I thought to myself, I like this. And remember, the problem I had originally was I needed to get a different copy of it. And I said, can you send it to me in a WAV format? And you put it up on, I don't know, I can't remember if you put it on the Google Drive, you put it in a Dropbox, and I downloaded it off of there. And I go, okay, fine, it's great. And I told you, I got to put it on the air. It starts tomorrow, remember? Yep, yep, that was awesome. Yeah, well, I'm a little guy. We love your song. Um, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? So my um, social media handles, if you're, you know, most everyone's on there. So my Instagram is at this is Harlow, and it's H A R L O W, like you said. Um, all of my social media handles are going to be at this is Harlow. So um, you can find me there. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok as well. So um, please join me on those platforms. I'd love to have you there. How about a website? Um, no website at the moment. Really? Seriously? Yeah. No website at the moment, yeah. We need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's in the works, but not at the moment. Everyone, li- everyone lives on Instagram and um, TikTok, you know, so. Yeah, but listen, let me tell you something. You know, we deal with clients all the time. You know, I mean, clients that, you know, that selling things on a radio station. I agree that social media is very important, but you have to have a website because there's so much search engine, you know, so much Google stuff that comes back to websites. And it's, to me, the website is where it all starts. Everybody should have a website and then you move from there. But that's just me, you know, but what, what the hell do I know? I'm a dumb guy that owns a radio station. You're a young gal making lots of money selling, uh, selling songs on the radio, right? (laughs) Well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to take into consideration, Brad. Okay. Harlow, H-A-R-L-O-W. Appreciate it. I'm going to play your song. Thank you so much. You know, quite honestly, you've been a joy to talk to. I appreciate it. You've been, you know, no, seriously. I mean, you, sometimes we have artists, like big time artists we interview, and they're terrible to interview. They won't, (laughs) they, they won't answer any questions. They're, you know, they're like, hey, you know, I don't have time for you. I'm just doing this because my, my record company says I have to talk to you. You know, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh Well, 
you know, I my, one of my favorite things to do is talk to people. So I'm happy to be here, and thank you so much for having me, and t- thank you for taking the time to even open my email. Like, I just appreciate it. That's the time out of your guys' day, and um, I'm super grateful for that. So thank you. No problem. Thanks a lot. Yep. Bye bye. What do you think, Shelly? I think she's adorable. <laughs> talk, Absolutely adorable. Talk about got her head put on straight, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's a pretty phenomenal young lady. I agree with everything she said except for the website thing. I think that's a mistake. I really do. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, got to have a website. Okay. I said I play the song. Here's the song. Here's Harlow. A song that she wrote. I forgot to ask her if, how she, if she recorded herself. Anyway, here we go. We'll play it, and then we'll be back in a minute. Haunted houses, everyone. And you know what? Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning, 735. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Web address for the radio station is westplex1071.com. Um, Harlow was an interesting interview, didn't you think? I did. I, th- I thought she was lovely, actually. How old do you feel that I had to explain to her what a 45 was? <laughs> I'm sorry. How old do you does it make you feel that I have to explain to her what a forty five is? What a forty five is? <laughs> it makes me feel pretty old because I would have had to explain it as well. Well, you know, I find that sort of interesting because to the point where, um, you know, once upon a time you could buy singles and you know you can't can't anymore. I mean, you know, you can't. There's no not even record stores anymore. Jeez, you know, one of the things that bothered me about the Ferguson riots. Yes. They tried to burn down the old. The old uh, pizza store, which is not a pizza store. I think it's a gas station now. It is. It's a gas station, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sad, 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 sad. You know, anyway, that shows how old we are, right? 7.36. Um, mm-hmm. New things. I heard something over the weekend, and I did a little research on found it interesting. There's these guys, I believe they're in Denver, who are trying to build a new supersonic airplane for passengers. Remember the Concorde? The Concorde uh, was taken out of service in 2003. The Concorde would fly at like Mach 1.6, you know, like the speed of sound plus like five, 600 miles an hour. And the whole idea behind it was it mainly went between um, the United States and um, Europe. And it mainly flew out of New York. You know why that was? Why? It's illegal to have sonic booms over the continental United States. You can't fly a plane more than the speed of sound over the continental United States. You can fly a plane at the speed of, or faster than the speed of sound over the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific. Anyway, the Concorde went back and forth, and if you know, it was a supersonic airliner, and um, it only held, I think, like 70 or 80 people, and the tickets were super expensive. But there's this company, and the name of the company is, ready for this? Boom, B-O-O-M. Is that a good name okay. for a company building planes? Boom. <laughs> Think about as that. As in Sonic? Well, I'm thinking boom as in crash, but that's me. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, uh, anyway, these guys supposedly, they've gotten a lot of uh, publicity lately. They've, been, they've, they've started this company like seven or eight years ago. They're getting investors in it, and they're trying to build the next generation of supersonic airplanes. And the idea being is you'll be able to fly back and forth between like United States, like New York and London in like half the time you can do it right now but the problem is that it's still going to be expensive they still think the tickets will be one way in the five to ten thousand dollar range and their idea is that people will pay that amount of money to save time now here's my stupid question since the pandemic do you think anybody cares anymore because why do you have to show up in london when you can 
jump on a Zoom call and talk to somebody in London. Matter That's fact, true. Matter of fact, I did that recently. Remember, we talked. I told you that I talked to that. I talked to him three times now. The guy yeah. who's running the radio station in London, who has interesting radio station he's running. I'm. I had a Skype call with him, and to the point where I mean, think, man, this is great. I'm talking to a guy in London right now. Him and I are face to face, even though we're not technically face to face, but we're looking at each other. I'm thinking to myself, this is cool. I didn't have to drive anywhere. I didn't have to, you know, pack a bag and and you know jump on a flight from St. Louis to 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 New York and then flight from you know New York to Heathrow and you know get a hotel and get a passport and all that kind of stuff face to face with him. So I'm curious as to you if you think there's still a market for like expensive tickets going back and forth between the United States and Europe. I do. Do you really? I do. Now, what's interesting... And they're talking about... They haven't opened it up yet, but they're talking about it, aren't they? Well, yeah, but the the thing that got this company attention was that United Airlines just ordered... Now, keep in mind, they don't have a plane, they don't have a prototype, and it's going to take special engines. They don't... They get. They have nothing. They essentially have a, a dream. They have some engineering drawings. They're in the process of trying to build, like, a, a model that's going to go, like, in the wind tunnel... Um, and already, United Airlines has signed a contract with them to buy like 19 of these planes. And supposedly, they claim that by the end of this decade, that these planes will be in the air and United will be flying them back and forth between the continental United States and England. And I'm going like, I don't know. I mean, like, and the thing about it is, if, if it were possible, how come Boeing's not doing it? How come Airbus isn't doing it right now? You know what I'm saying? Maybe these people are just ahead of their game. Well, you know... The interesting part of that is that we talked about this the other day. Uh, there's a video that you can watch of this guy by name. At the time, nobody knew who the hell he was, Elon Musk. And he's on Wall Street, literally the street in, in New York, you know, where all the stock exchanges are and all the big financial institutions are. He's on a street in Wall Street, and he's got one of the prototypes of the Tesla. I can't remember what it was. Was it the Tesla S or something? like Whatever the first model they came out with was. I, I don't know if you know this stupid story. Do you know you know why he he named the the cars the various letters? No, I don't. He was spelling out sex. What? <laughs> True story. The first car was the Tesla X, the Tesla S, and then there's an X, and the three was supposed to be the E. So that would be that would complete sex. S E X. You think I'm kidding about I that? I think somebody. No, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm not believing. You I'm on looking that it up. One. I'm sorry. That's not BS. Anyway, there's a video of him being interviewed by a reporter, and he's going like, "Yeah, I'm building the first electric car. It's gonna be. It's gonna be huge. And everybody's. There's gonna be a day when everybody's gonna drive an electric car. And everybody goes, "Yeah, right. Nobody's gonna drive an electric car. And now you've already got Volvo saying that, like, by the year 2025, that all their cars are gonna be electric. I think Ford has actually said that by. Uh, 2026 or 2027, they're not going to sell any cars in the United States that won't be electric. Everything will be electric as far as the cars. The trucks will still, the big trucks will still have to be some kind of a combustion engine because they haven't gotten that far yet. Although Tesla's got, you know, the uh, the you know the tractor, the tractor trailer truck that they've already have prototypes of. And I know someone who used to work at Anheuser Busch, and they told me they they've already ordered some of them that he haven't even, hasn't even produced them yet. And they went like, yeah, we'll take one, we'll buy, we'll we'll try them out. So. The Boom Company, they're going to build this big airliner. It's supposed to go back and forth. It's supposed to go at Mach 1.7, one, you know, so which is the speed of sound plus. So I think speed of sound is 1,100 feet per second. So this thing's supposed to go at like, like 1,900 feet per second. Okay. Keep in mind that 
when you fire like a handgun, the bullet comes out of the barrel at about 1,100 feet per second, depending upon the gun and the bullet and stuff like that, but over 1,000 feet per second. So this plane will fly faster than the speed of a bullet. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's how fast this plane will go. And if you can imagine... And so when you sit there and you're inside of this plane as it's going that fast, the G-force is like making your skin wrinkle no, no. all the way to the back of your ears. No, it's not because they, they accelerate very slowly. Because once again, they can't go above uh, the speed of sound when they're over the continental United States. So the way the Concorde used to do when it came out of, you know, like JFK, it would take off like a regular airliner, you know, whatever the takeoff speed was. And then as it cleared the coastline, it would accelerate and it wouldn't hit the Mach speeds until it was like, I think, 100 miles, 100, 150 miles off the coast of the United States. And then it would slowly accelerate to above the speed of sound. And then as they approached England, the same thing. They would slowly decelerate. They would decelerate. They would go subsonic or they would go below the, the speed of sound. And then as they went slow, slow, slow down, and then they would come in for landing, they'd land at like, you know, 150, 160 miles an hour. And that's the way they did it. So it was never like, it wasn't like, like a jet fighter, like you'd see like, you know, like, you know, Maverick, you know, he kicks in the afterburner and it pushes him into the back of the seat. It's very slow acceleration, very slow deceleration. So anyway, something to watch. We'll see what happens with Boom. And you know what? Ten years from now, if you'd have bought Boom stock, you'd either be a multimillionaire or you'd be broke, one of the two. Or you'd be in a van down by the river. I don't think it's going to be anything in between. You know what I mean? It's going to be one I or the do. other. I it's do. Either, it's either a go or a no-go. Right. You're either going to make a fortune off of it or you're going to lose your butt. One of the two. 745. Westplex 107.1 BB Rexa. And Rexa, R-E-X-H-A, is a real name. You know what her first real name is? Beatrice. Blita. B-L-E-T-A. Blita. B-L-E-T-A. Blita Rexa. I'm glad she changed her name. <laughs> you don't like Blita? It's it's no, it's just that BB is more hip and you know yeah, wild but, but, and, but and and it fits her beat. We get we get accustomed to weird names that become part of our our everyday vocab. Well, yeah, but Blita, you know, hey, it's Blita. You know, like if I said, "Hey, it's Jim." How many Jims do you know? Like if I go in my if I go in my phone book, like on my phone, and I put in like a word like you know, John, Bill, Mary, you know, Steve, Steve, like there's 20 of them. You know what I'm saying? And what's, yeah. what's really interesting is my son, Drew, if I go into my phone book and I put in Drew, he's the only one, which is like, sort of like, oh, that's interesting. But yet if I go into Brad, there's a gazillion Brad's just like I kid about the fact that when I first got on Facebook, I found, I think I found 35 guys with my exact same name, Brad Hildebrand. Everyone and 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 one of the one of the Brad Hildebrands is a twin, and him is him and his brother Brad and Ryan Hildebrand are professional yodelers. I remember that. <laughs> yes, I do. How fun is that? They're professional yodelers. And there's another Brad Hildebrand that every once in a while pops up in one of my Facebook pages. Uh, he's from Canada. He's an engineer. And there's another guy. I think he's in England. And I'm going like, okay, what are the odds of having the exact same name? You know, I mean, it's crazy like that. But anyway, Blita Rexa. Now, here's my stupid question for you. What's that? I'm going to change my name. I'm going to legally change my name. To? I don't know yet. And I was envious of this guy by name. I think his name now is Jason Zook. 
used to be Jason Sadler, and he used okay. to run. He's he's a web guy, and years ago, he did a deal where he sold his naming rights to a company, and he legally. Oh, he's that dude. Yes, he legally changed his name to. There was a company called Headsets.com, and he legally yep. changed his name to Jason headsets.com matter of fact i think i interviewed him on the air once uh, yes you did and and he got, I remember this he got like forty five thousand dollars to change his name i think yeah. to myself okay people do it with like stadiums you know one you know like the riverport which is now uh you know hollywood casino it used to be before that it was what was it verizon and before that it was umb and it was been a bunch of different things okay the the building downtown uh you know where uh the concerts used to be the keel you know, Keel Auditorium. Then it was, uh, what is it? It was uh, the Savas Center, and then it was something else. And the the you know the dome used to be uh, the TWA Dome. Then it was the Jones Dome. Okay, why can't I get my change my name and get paid to do it and legally change my name? So who would you get to? I know whoever, be a benefactor of that. Whoever would pay me, like or or like for example. If I went and bought, like, for example, I have a new domain name I bought, okay? I told you. I talked about it on the air. I brought, yesterday I bought bradbs.com. If you go to bradbs.com, that'll take you to all of our archived podcasts. If you want to listen to the archived shows, just go to bradbs.com. They're all there, okay? Why couldn't I change my name to Brad? My middle initial would be, and my middle name would be B, and my last name would be S. So I'd be Brad BS. And that way I'd have the domain name. I, you know, hey, it's me, Brad BS, bradbs.com. Yeah, my middle, I don't have a middle name. My middle name is B. I don't, you know, I, it's not an initial. My middle name is B. My last name is S. You're funny. No, no, seriously, think about that. Why I'm, seriously, why, you're funny. Why couldn't I be Brad Freddy's? Because I eat there all the time. Or no. Why, or Brad, my middle name could be White and my last name could be Castle. I could be Brad White Castle. <laughs> or you could be Brad BS, just like you are, or if, which is appropriate, short and sweet, and to the point. Let's say, let's say I wanted new tires for my truck, and I called up Goodyear, and I go, you know what? I'm going to be Brad Goodyear. I'll change my name to Goodyear if you give me free tires for the rest of my life. And the people at Goodyear go, yeah, we'll do that deal. Brad Goodyear. Or like, let's. It say- actually sounds like a pretty good idea. It's just. Brad BS sounds like it's very you. <laughs> that would be my name, Brad BS. Yes. What do you think, huh? I I like it. And 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 if I got married, my wife would be Mrs. S, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like smart. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. S. Who's who's this? Who's this? Mrs. S. And and you know what? And if 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 somebody if somebody give me grief, I go. You better watch it. You know, I'll give you S. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> how you would do it. <laughs> so so you think that's as I sit here shaking my head. You can't see me. <laughs> totally shaking my head. <laughs> anyway, what's 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 in a name what's in a name oh uh, names are very important just like just like yesterday i heard it again and now it's official the biden administration you are no longer a mother you are a birthing person <laughs> remember so what does that make you i'm a non-birthing person 
<laughs> here's here's in the old days I would And be, what are you gonna be in June? Well no no here's here's the interesting thing. In the old days I would have been called a man or a dude or a guy. You know, now let me let me tell you who I am. I am a cisgendered, heterosexual, sapiosexual, non birthing person male. That's who I am nowadays. Well, what are you going to be on Father's Day? <laughs> Remember, I, I put that thing on my Facebook page. On Father's Day, I'm going to be lawnmower man or lawnmowing. The lawnmower lawn, lawn man. No, lawnmowing person. <laughs> you can't be. You can't use man. And by the way, um, what? I, I I don't know if I told you this. I'm going to put it up on my Facebook page later today. I don't know if I told you this or not. In my younger days, when I looked halfway decent, I used to do modeling. And someone found one of my old modeling pictures. And I'm going to put it up. Oh, I know which one it is. Yeah, no, you don't. And it's funny because I actually used to be a model as well. Well, till you see, wait till you see my picture. Okay. Hey, we're done. Did you oh, got, you got well, your short... I got to hurry real quick yep. and thank our sponsors, Angie Harness Consulting, Senior Specialist, empowered by Keller Williams Chesterfield, Scott Ellinger with the Brass Whale Steakhouse, Excellent Food, Jeff Lang with JeffLang.com, American Family Insurance, and Caleb Hunter with Salt River Automotive. Appreciate all Thank those sponsors. You guys. Yep, we do appreciate you. Keep us on the air. Thank you so much. And this is Brad BS saying bye. Peace, everyone. <laughs>